Moving Iron Podcast is proud to be part of the Global Ag Network. The network is live, so check out globalagnetwork.com for more details and updates. Now on to the show. Moving Iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving Iron time and time again. Hello, man. Good afternoon to Moving Iron Podcast Market Rundown with Chip Nellinger. Chip, how you doing, man? Hey, doing well. How are you doing? Not too bad. We're uh, a little ahead of time here, but uh, usually we do this on Sundays, but we have both had stuff going on this weekend, so we decided to do it today. And uh, couldn't have been a better day. It looks like corn has uh, decided to, to go up instead of down for a change. Yes, it's. Uh, I thought something was broke on my screen here as I look, but uh, yeah, we're about a dime off the lows uh, from yesterday. So uh, a good development. I think part of that is we're kind of towards the end of uh, this <clears throat> basis contract roll. Most of that's behind us. We got first notice day for May futures on Tuesday, next Tuesday, and uh, so all positions there have to be rolled or exited uh, by then <clears throat> or face delivery and so I think you're towards the end of that that probably contributed to a lot of the selling pressure this week funds were big sellers but uh, I think the other thing is uh, as you look at today I mean right now beans are down a nickel corn's up four so I think that's kind of telling you that maybe the weather is starting to matter just a little bit you know we've been scratching our heads for a while wondering you know what is the market looking at I mean it's wet it's cold or snow you know, it's supposed to be another major snowstorm, you know, kind of in the far north, uh, yeah. you know, Dakotas, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, far northern Illinois. Uh, so finally, maybe the weather is just starting to matter a little bit because it is less than ideal. Not much um, planning activity. We're going to be uh, probably well behind the pace uh, on Monday afternoon's report. But more importantly, I think if you get another week to two out and we're still behind the pace on corn planting, then things start to get a lot more interesting. And the funds are loaded up short with a record short. So um, there's there's the potential. The kindling is built. Uh, the, the big uh, bonfire is built. And the, the diesel fuel has been poured all over it. We just need something to light the match. Yeah. it's uh, I'll tell you what. These shorts have just been, they've really kind of wrecked the market here of late. And, and uh, like I talked earlier this morning with Angie Setzer, you know, it, there's not much there to, to really sway them off that. I mean, USDA, the reports that come out, they keep talking about the same, you know, there's yeah. really no positive stuff to come from that. And they keep selling, you know, what are we off, 30 cents off the last, off corn over the last yeah. couple weeks, you know, two, three weeks, something like that, since the first of April. Um, so there's there's a lot of things taking place, a lot of things happening. So it's a, uh, uh, you know, needless to say, that we I think we've, we've hit that point where something big is going to happen. I mean, how much, how much further can they ride the shorts down before they before they decide to start buying stuff out and jump out of that position? Uh, there's going to be, sooner or later, there's going to be a uh, uh, opportunity for them to uh, do something different. So, uh, yeah, we did, a, we did a little study earlier today, uh, just I believe it was over the last uh, six or seven years. The average swing um, during the marketing year on corn, I'm talking specifically corn, from the funds, the average change uh, has been uh, a little over 400,000 contracts. So that would tell you right now, there's a lot of people estimating that they're short close to 400,000 contracts. 
that um, you know there's probably a, a, a strong potential at some point in the next few months they're going to want to get out of the short position at least get flat or slightly long again and that's a lot of buying power so um, you know you just need the spark could be weather we also have some china talks next week um, and uh, there's some optimism around that 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 could maybe produce a final um, you know signed agreement very shortly so uh, there's a little bit of uh, optimism out there and we just you know it's like anything um, the funds are great right we need the funds there I mean I you, you cuss them when uh, they're pushing the market lower but uh, you need them there because they push it to extremes right so it's giving you an opportunity at, at each extreme or they're loading you know everybody's to the to the same side of the boat uh, and um, you know when uh, when they want off the boat, it goes uh, you know rolls over the other way pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you know we're looking at. I've watched the radar here. We've had a little bit of rain out in the woods here uh, a couple of days here, and <coughs> excuse me, for the last couple of days, and and I've been watching that radar, and man, I tell you what. It just can't catch a break between uh, basically the, the Missouri River and, and the Mississippi River. It's just there's this rain from north to south. I mean, coast, you know, the Gulf Coast all the way to Canada. What's the conditions like out there right now, and, and how many guys do you have that are planting in your area? Well, I tell you, Illinois in general <clears throat> has had a little bit of planting activity. Uh, it's been um, kind of hit or miss. The problem here is uh, it's. <laughs> it's way different than what the, I mean, we were supposed to be in the 70s all week, and I think we were like one day, and uh, it's, it's still cold at night. It, it's barely getting, uh, you know, up into the 60s. It's cloudy. Um, we don't have wind on, on days, so we're not doing any net drying, and it's not warm. Uh, there's uh, the next five, six days here, we've got chances, pretty healthy chances of additional rain. Uh, so it's just not drying out. And, and so guys are saying, yeah, I maybe planted a little bit in some areas, and I'm not super proud of it. I probably shouldn't have, but I, it's just time to go. I would tell you there's a little triangle from kind of western Illinois through northern Missouri up to about, you know, Des Moines. And, and that kind of triangle has had, uh, it's been way drier than anywhere else, and they've had some uh, some fair amount of uh, planning and activity in, in that little pocket, but outside of that, it is it's been a real struggle, and the forecast doesn't look real great going forward. A lot of rain coming. Uh, talked to a producer in uh, kind of central Indiana this morning. Uh, they got another 1.6 inches ponds there. He said if it didn't rain anymore, it'd be <clears throat> probably 10 days before they could get back in yeah. and uh, even think about planting. So. Uh, you know, the far eastern Corn Belt is wet, uh, the north is wet, uh, the far west, out by you, is wet. Uh, it's not great. And uh, the problem is, you know, next week we turn the calendar to May. It hasn't mattered up until this point, but uh, now it really starts mattering because uh, you also have some logistical issues with getting fertilizer and, and nitrogen and hydrous, um, you know, because of the high Mississippi River as well as some of the issues uh, on the rail lines that were caused by those those uh, floods earlier. So it, it's not great out there. And uh, the market hasn't cared, but I, I can tell you, unless this forecast, if we come in next week, Monday, Tuesday, and, and it changes and it's 80 degrees and sunny and they take all the rain out, uh, that's one thing. But if it looks like it does today or worse, come Monday on the extended forecast, 
you know, I think the market will start uh, taking a lot more notice to that. So we're kind of right on the the fence here of, uh, of really having um, some issues with with weather and having it start to affect the corn market, unlike it has for the last three weeks. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Recap the uh, cattle market so far this week and what you've seen happen there. Uh, cattle have been pretty ugly. So uh, we've talked uh, for several weeks. Um, we've got a nice up move here. Um, and one of the issues, one of the warning flags has been the, the funds have been uh, basically record long cattle. And uh, they're starting here at the end of the month to come out of some of that stuff. Now we are uh, kind of mixed here. Actually, we've traded both sides today back lower right now as we speak, uh, 40 to 50. But we've had a big uh, down move this week. We've probably taken uh, eight bucks off of uh, uh, the futures in the last uh, five or six trading sessions. Uh, we're kind of down uh, near some key support areas. Uh, chart does not look real good. And the fund's still long a long amount, uh, big amount, I should say. And so, um, you know, you, you kind of diverged here. Cash traded uh, okay this week, but the futures really broke hard. Uh, might have a little additional liquidation ahead of us in the short run uh, in the cattle market. So uh, again, talking about those funds, like in the case of corn, you know, it's great. They pushed this thing up and, and had a huge uptrend in cattle, but um, you know, again, the door's only so big when they want out. All of a sudden, um, you know, we, we took a big drop from uh, the highs a week ago. Hog market uh, has had a little bit of an ugly week as well. There, there were no export sales to China in the Thursday report um, uh, to, uh, you know, as far as pork goes, that's been the big issue here. Uh, they've taken a, a huge amount of pork over the last, uh, I'll call it two months in here, at least on the sales. I'm not sure that much of it has shipped yet. That's one question is uh, when is that going to ship? But they were not uh, in the report as far as uh, export sales for pork uh, on Thursday at this point in the market a little bit. So uh, you um, close them uh, actually limit down yesterday. They've uh, again traded both sides unchanged, but uh, a buck uh, sixty-five to a buck thirty lower, depending on the the month there. So a little bit of an ugly week in the livestock markets. I don't think it's the end of the world for hogs. I think there's going to be plenty of buying support in there. Um, you know, on this break, anywhere from two to five dollars lower. We've had a huge move higher in hogs. So. Uh, that is one market uh, of our ag markets that uh, is pretty exciting. And, you know, you talk about volatility, the other market swings four or five dollars low to high uh, in a day. So uh, there's plenty of excitement. If you need excitement, watch watch the hog market for a couple hours because it'll uh, it'll get your heart racing. Yeah, hog market's all over the place, man. <clears throat> but those guys that are hog producers, man, God bless them because they, uh, man, one day it's feast one day next day is famine so it's it's a it's a, it's yeah. a crazy swing and i think the cold i think that is a perfect example i mean i don't I think we've talked about this in, in the past i think the hog market is a perfect example of how these markets in today's day and age act right because it's just like we're talking about the weather and corn right and and we've been talking about it for a while it's been horrendous weather for a while and the market hasn't cared just push lower 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 it was the same thing in hogs, right? We knew about the African swine fever. We knew about the problems in the Chinese um, hawker. We knew they were probably going to have to buy our pork eventually. And it, it's just lower every day. And every 3 or $4 balance, you, you'd see three days later and pushing in new lows again. And all of a sudden, just something clicked right like that. And, and then it mattered. 
And then all of a sudden, you know, everybody wants to buy it. The tide just totally turns. Hogs rally 20 bucks. So yeah. this goes to show you, uh, you know, uh, corn could look like that. Beans could look like that. Uh, all you need is that spark because we've got the, the you know, the rubber band stretched too far. And uh, when it snaps back, it doesn't take long and it uh, it creates a lot of volatility. So I... It's been it's been ugly uh, in the grain markets, but you know it can change on a dime, and, and oftentimes um, does, and probably will. And it'll be impossible to predict, and uh, impossible to pin, you know, exactly why or the reason. But you know, it will get better. So you can't get too dejected about uh, these grain markets, and still have a plan. Um, absolutely realize that we can rally. We likely will rally at some point. There were, uh, I just heard at lunch today, this is secondhand and I won't name names, <clears throat> but uh, one of the uh, head gurus of a major uh, grain trading company was uh, reported to have said that new crop corn um, will never get back to 420. So that's a kiss of death. When you go on record saying never, then, then never's about to slap you in the face. Yeah. Well, I, I've said never a lot, and I've, you know, that's a long time, you know, and I've, I end up eating a pile of crow after I've done that, so it's, uh, yeah, I, yeah, we, we've talked about The it. only thing you should never do is say never. That's exactly right. <laughs> Good advice. Good advice from Chip Nellinger right there. Hey, words of wisdom on a Friday on the Moving Iron Podcast. <laughs> there you the go. only thing you should never do is use the word never. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right, because I've... Oh, no, God knows I've said never a lot, and I end up doing it again. So what do you do, right? All right. Yeah. Just like we've talked about here, lots of stuff going on, lots of reasons to have a plan in place or to be working on a plan. If guys want to do that with you, how would they do that? Yeah, just give us a call, 309-550-7213. We'd love to chat with you. Uh, it's, uh, it's depressing out there to watch these markets, but... Uh, there are some things you can do right now to implement as part of your marketing plan. We'd love to chat with you, give you some ideas. Just give us a call. We'd be happy to, to talk to you. All right, on, Chip. All right, Chip. Well, have a good rest of the week here and enjoy your vacation, and we'll catch you when you get back, man. Yeah, all right. A week from Sunday, I'll uh, we'll be back in action. And uh, I'm about just over the past 10 years, I don't have statistics for this. And it doesn't matter the time of year. I could pick, you could randomly throw a dart and have me take a week off. And I'm, I've been told by customers I'm about 80% accurate the week I'm gone. It's a real haywire week in the market. So I'm hoping that uh, by the time I come back, corn's, you know, 30, 40 cents higher and beans are 60, 70 cents higher. We've got a China trade deal. Um, so I'm, I'm trying my part here to, you know, help uh, our, our customers and, and farmers out there because uh, I've been told I'm about 80% accurate over the last decade. So let's hope that's the case. Well, I hope so too. So when you come back, that 420 thing will be, uh, will be, will be in the there. Let's, yeah, let's prove never right. Okay. <laughs> there you go. We'll do it. All right, Jim. Take care of yourself. All right, man. I'll talk to you a week from Sunday. See you, buddy. All right. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Moving Iron Podcast, now part of the Global Ag Network. If you'd like to continue any of these conversations, you can hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. You can also send me an email at Moving Iron Podcast at Moving Iron Podcast.com. You can also visit the Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel and watch Market Roundup with Chip Nellinger, Sean Hackett, and Angie Setzer. Also, Tax News with Glenn Birnbaum. 
please visit movingironllc.com. Here you can find information, details, and updates for the 2019 Moving Iron Summit in Nashville, Tennessee. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can leave a review and subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, and globalagnetwork.com. So until next time, let's go move some iron. This is Casey Seymour. Out. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving